We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Live from Las Vegas, sports talk, hot takes, and all of the bangers. Lindsey Brown and Adrian Hernandez, the playmakers. Holy cannoli, we made it. Has the stock ever been higher on the saying, holy cannoli? Nope. I don't think so. Nope, certainly not. And we've been seeing it a long time. Maybe it's because uh, Clay Thompson's dad used to run around a lot in Minnesota. You know, we like to claim these things when we have success in other places. But (laughs) we'll get to that in a couple minutes here because we got to get our introductions out of the way. Playmakers edition, Friday edition at that on the 17th of June. Welcome. Bing bong. Let's go. You used that for reference of of a personal activity the other day. Are we are we reappropriating that now? We just whenever there's hype, it's and there's th- always hype. Why? On fr- because it's the Friday. Yeah, the but why weekend? Bing bong? Because Bing bong to me can be anything. That's what makes it so this good. This is what I need. This is what I need a button for him. Dominic, we'll get to you in a second. American Wiggins. We, there's the button. We better than the button. We might need a. 1140 The Bet Production. Seriously, though. It's, it's been a be, couple of weeks. It has been. It's it been, has been. It's been a busy... We've been busy working hard like everyone else in this city. You've made me post so many Instagrams this week. I'm so sick of it. Oh, yes. The station does have an Instagram as we start the show. It's The Bet Las Vegas. You should follow it and be in the know. We we talk to people. You know what I mean? Dominic, you follow our account? Yeah. I'm going to check. I'm gonna. Don't, I, I'm no, pretty don't, sure I don't do. Even touch no, no, no. Don't touch hands it. are up. Hands don't are up. Don't touch it, Adrian. <laughs> while I look this up, will you run our our guests here on the playmakers through what we're gonna be going through today? Yeah. Well, first off, everyone, thanks for joining us. Uh, we are in a matter of moments gonna give Lindsay a platform to talk about her love for the one and only American Wiggins, as she likes to away say. Stay from me. He and, uh, said Jason Tatum. And Draymond Green, his podcast, his Twitter. The season's over. The Warriors never doubted on this program. You have 101 followers. We're getting there. We need to get 102. If you're towards the top of the list, does that mean you're a recent follow? I think it's either most recent or you engage. Because Dominic, most. you're yeah. second from the top. So, all right, Dominic, you, you. I think it's. I can't engagement. confirm that you follow. Maybe it is. I. Mm, he be liking. He be like. Well, he's in tagging between, stuff. All, well, he's tagging our stuff all the time. Yeah. In, in between his uh, his Tinder bio changes and <laughs> Bumble and Hinge. What did you say when you were first in here? Where, where you were like, I'm taking was, stock. What, were, what was, did you say? I was convinced I was going to go on a road trip with the ASU. UNLV hockey team, and yep. I was scouting ASU. You were scouting. Yeah. You were going on a scout trip. Oh, That's right. <laughs> Lindsay, I was in Phoenix. ASU gets down. I don't blame do. you, Dom. They do. The, the drip doctor in Tempe, Arizona. <laughs> the drip Good doctor. Lord. My uh, Lord. Coming up, we're going to be joined by Andreas Hall. Who is, is it Hall or Hale? Hall. Andreas Hall, he lives here in Vegas. Uh, I'm very, very happy to have him on the show. 
He is a, a phenomenal writer. He covers combat sports for sporting news, all of it, wrestling, boxing, UFC, MMA. Um, but he also, he's on SiriusXM. He has podcasts. He's a busy man. And in the craziness of Vince McMahon, if you haven't heard, we'll get into it after we get into the NBA Finals. Uh, we're going to need to talk to him because this is an ever-changing situation, even this morning, even about an hour ago. Yeah. It's a very fluid situation, Look so he'll you. be joining us Look here in a minute. Look at you making all this content for us this week. We've had some of our biggest guests booked because of you this week. You're just, you're angling for something. We're angling for angling playmaking. And that's what we do because we're the yeah. playmakers. You're distributing right now. That's what you're doing. Oh, that's... High-level distribution right there. That's what I'm doing? That's yep. not what Marcus Smart did, Lindsay. Certainly not. <laughs> Certainly not. He, um... I won't say, like, he's the re- Let's open it up. Let's let's hit the button. <laughs> it's, it's time for the can right, opener. I mean, it's not his fault, but, like, we've talked about it with, with Trista. You and I, Adrian, have gotten into it about his limitations as a point guard. And and Dominic, you're a Celtics fan, so you understand this. Mm-hmm. The dribbling of the ball is not your team's strong suit. No. And that ultimately, I think, is what felled them in their quest for their first championship since 2008. They've only won one in the last 36 years, and so Lakers fans told me to tell you that. <laughs> I did that too. Hurts. At yeah. Adrian Radio on Twitter. Yes. So that's what I, need I, to I cannot sure. escape Adrian's <laughs> anything. Yeah, just Boston fans be talking crazy and thinking we're talking football. No, we're talking basketball, my guy. You got lucky. You had to build a super team to win the title, and you finally made it here. And to be honest, like even off of the haterade, I'm just I'm disappointed because when a team loses, you want to lose, and the Warriors are amazing, and no discredit to them, but some of the mistakes and things like that. You want to have the best team playing the best, and you want the the competitor to do the same. And to me, that's not what happened. Whether it was fatigue, whether it was injuries, no, no, I'll give whether you the it was reason. youth. I'll give you the reason. They were cowering in fear. Of the American Wiggins! <laughs> Dude, 18 points. Four of those were three-pointers. He had six rebounds, five assists, four steals, and I think two freaking blocks. And he wasn't didn't get one vote for finals MVP because, you know, Steph Curry Conspiracy! It. I, yeah. Well, there's only like eight people that are voting. Yeah, and uh, to your credit, can we the, call the electoral college. Can we get a recount on this one? Oh, I, I, they're going to be involved later with the Pixar bracket, oh, but that's I'm coming sure. up four o'clock. What a tease! The the most important thing to me um, are the last two stats that you pointed out: the four steals and the blocks that he had. Andrew Wiggins, defensive savant. The way he was able to use his body and use his length and make Jason Tatum uncomfortable all the time. And Lindsay, as we start the show, I do want to say. Uh, I'm going to be cheap plug city because tomorrow is the final NBA finals recap. And I just got finished. We're not paid enough to be expensive plug people yet. So it's okay. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, coming up uh, on that preview that's coming out this weekend and on the Odyssey app, I talked to Zach Harper of the athletic and I asked him specifically about Andrew Wiggins. And this is what he had to say. It's funny because like so many people have been anti Wiggins and I can just always tell who watched him in Minnesota and who didn't, right? I'm not saying you needed to just say, like, oh, he's always going to be great. He'll be fine. Like, he wasn't. He needed a change of scenery. He probably wouldn't have done any of this in Minnesota because there's just no accountability there. Well, at least there hasn't been up until maybe the start of this year. But, you know, Wiggins has always been super talented. Jimmy Butler's always said, you know, he's the most talented one of those three when they were, when they were in Minnesota together. Coaches have talked about how talented he is and how hard he works. It's just about learning how to win. The Warriors taught him how to win. And what did that do? It made him hungrier. It made him realize, oh, I need to do this for us to win. Okay, I'll do that. And he was prepared. Like, he did his homework. He knew where to take Jason Tatum and where to deny him. And he just flat out outplayed him. I mean, he outscored Jason Tatum 18-13 to 13 in the final mm. of, a, of an NBA Finals to close it out. Like, that's, I mean, that's pretty crazy. 
Wiggins needs his own Doritos commercial. I'm just <laughs> saying, I, it. it won't be like intense barbecue like Jay Tay's is. Maybe it'll be like more of a cool ranch vibe because he's from the the Great North as he was repping that Canadian flag all over the place. But I, I didn't think the Celtics showed up with their best game last night. But I think they kind of knew what they were up against at that point with the buzzsaw. I was reading an article earlier today where – um, it basically illustrated after game four, almost all of the scores are the same. It's like the, the Warriors around 103, 104 points and the Celtics around 90. I'm like, okay, so we got the formula figured out and then they ha- the Warriors have the talent to execute it to the highest degree. And I do I want to point something out, like shout out to the Celtics because keeping the Warriors down the 107 is impressive. And yes. this, this is why. It's the best defensive team in the league. But and, that just shows you it's still not enough. And and thank you for bringing up that the Celtics average just 90 points because no one's ever going to think of the or the Warriors as a defensive team. Mm-mm. But that they were the second best defense in this league. And they showed it because they held them to 90 points. And, and it's remarkable in the way that they they made them uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And so Some even the, when they had space and time, they didn't really know what to do with it because they were so used to not having it and they just didn't have that rhythm or flow that they were so used to generating through defensive uh, stops too because they were getting scored on. And they were they were repeatedly doing that. I think some of the mentality of, look, I, I said it multiple times with Jason Tatum, when he's attacking to the hole, it's another thing to go in there looking for a foul. It's another thing looking to get a basket. Mm-hmm. There were multiple times, whether it was Tatum, whether it was Marcus Smart, whether it was Jalen Brown, where they were trying to get layups, and then they'd fall down. They're by camera side, and the Warriors' mentality always, especially against the best defense, what's the best way to attack a good defense in basketball? Run up the court and get in transition so they yep. can't get set up. So when you're complaining about trying to get these fouls or trying to flop, they're already halfway down the court shooting it from whenever, and that just played into them not being able to score. No. And again, they weren't w- them. And I want to say one more thing that, that's so cool for Andrew Wiggins. It's kind of like you hear this with music a lot where people will be like, this famous artist didn't drop an album until he was 31, 32, 33, 34, whatever their age. And like Wiggins has been in the league a long time. But to show that growth in that interview with Zach Harper, he talks about how there's rumors and there's been video and he has the high school mixtapes and there's a reason why he was the number one pick in the draft. But there's rumors that like this dude can do a 720 dunk. Yeah. And something remarkable. Dude, like the because we know about Zach Levine and his and yeah. his abilities. Like back in their days in Minnesota when Zach Levine was winning the the dunk contest and stuff, he and Wiggins would go toe to toe all the time. And he said that really Wiggins was one of the only guys in this league that he feared yeah. in terms of uh, ability in an athletic nature to be able to match him. And in, in what Zach told me was is when he interviewed him, he's like, yeah, no, I love to do that. And he's like, well, why haven't you been in the slam dunk contest? And he's like, no, I, I was in one. What happened? Well, I lost, and I just I didn't want to do it again. Yeah, so to have he's not that, very confrontational. Yeah, and, and to have that mentality mm-hmm. and for it to be able to flip, and it just it speaks on, on the Warriors, on the – Culture. The, yeah, the organization and the culture, because you need the – you need to remember, and this might be the thing where if if Andrew Wiggins comes back or not, like they they quote unquote repaired Wiggins, right? Jordan Poole, same thing. Gary Payton the second. We talked about his journey getting to the NBA and being a key part of a championship team. Is like, yes, they have that trifecta of Steph, Draymond, and Clay. Even though Clay wasn't himself, they didn't even need Game Six Clay last night. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this organization, yeah, this organization can foster and grow and develop their players. 
And it's cool to see Wiggins finally show up and, and kind of get the last laugh because we don't see that often with quote-unquote busts. Well, and just think about if it's not like for the aggressive reasons where it's like, you got to bring your best, you got to bring your, your hardest edge. Do you think that in practices that they're saying, hey, Steph, don't try that three-pointer. Hey, Steph, don't be your best self. Like that's, the, that's where sometimes your talent or at least – the ceiling for your talent has to be pulled out of you because some people don't want to push themselves to that point because they get embarrassed or they don't feel comfortable in it. And I think Wiggins is one of those examples, but you, there's no way that he walks into the arena for practice at any, at any day where Draymond's like, yeah, take it. He's like, get your ass well, out of here. I want to see the best thing you got. You better bring your, your, your biggest imaginative mind to this and your athleticism. And that has to be drawn out of you and not only not only Draymond and the coaching staff mm-hmm. and there was a viral clip of Andre Iguodala screaming at Wiggins like exactly. hey come here and let me talk to you and, and I want to remind people that in the first year of Kevin Durant joining the Warriors when they lost on ABC Saturday night to Oklahoma City what was reported and turned out to be true is Draymond talking to Kevin Durant and telling him yo you're a beep yeah we don't need you beep we won without you and we can win we won with you, and we can win without you. Yeah. And that, if if you're getting critiqued and you have to follow the steps and do everything that we all do together, to Kevin Durant, you're damn right that Andrew Wiggins is, exactly. is going to have to follow order. And it's cool because I brought it up this week, how Jimmy Butler always said, yo, to me, he's the most talented. Yep. It, it's cool to Kobe see that come to it. fruition. Yeah. It's it was a, it was a real treat. And uh, unfortunately, it didn't go seven games, but I'm sure that the Warriors would prefer to win on the visitors court uh if you don't if if you don't follow Draymond Green on Twitter you should because he is spitting straight game right now he tweeted earlier or at least Legion Hoops tweeted earlier that he is just five thousand eight hundred seventy six dollars away from reaching one million dollars in total career fines he goes this is unfortunate I thought I was already there (laughs) (laughs) you gotta love it hey man subtweeting everybody and that's the bit the the pettiness scale for this Warriors team that's what fuels their fire proving people wrong and and all the people that have been saying that it wasn't legitimate or or that they're washed up or they're too old Steph's only like what 33 34 34 and he had his arguably his best season ever absolutely very deserved um finals MVP but we do need to preview our um talk with Andreas Hall here. And so, Adrian, you're going to run us through a little bit what's going on in WWE and Vince McMahon. So Wednesday, the uh, wrestling world was shook when Wall Street Journal came out with an article and told the world that the WWE board that also includes Stephanie McMahon has been investigating Vince McMahon since April in regards to a $3 million hush pact with a former employee who Vince McMahon had a sexual relationship, which now that this has come out, the WWE has confirmed uh, because WWE's attorney said that the relationship was consensual. Um, this email was Their sent- attorney said that. We haven't heard anything from hers. Yeah, and uh, it should also be noted, too, that the email that was sent to the board wasn't from the woman in the relationship. It was a close friend who was mm-hmm. concerned for her. And So, yeah, and so what happened was is that Vince McMahon not only paid uh, this woman $1 million for her departure, um, but also was planning on paying $2 million throughout the next couple of years. This woman's salary jumped from 100000 to 200000 at the start of the relationship when it became physical. Uh, she went from a paralegal in the company to an assistant to John Laurinaitis, the main assistant, the top assistant, and John Laurinaitis is head of talent relations, the, the, the right-hand man to Vince McMahon. And uh, one of the more shocking things is, and I quote this from the article, that she was passed around from Vince to John Laurinaitis, like a toy. 
Now, John Laurinaitis is head of talent relations. She's, he's married to the mother of the Bella Twins. Um, and the latest, before we send you to Andreas, is that last night during the finals, of course, not trying to put all the attention out, Vince McMahon announced that he is stepping down as CEO. Still active and creative, but no longer CEO. And his daughter, who left the company a couple weeks ago. Took a leave of absence. Yeah, Stephanie McMahon announced that she is coming back and will take over as CEO of WWE. This is a crazy story that is probably the biggest story in terms of what's going to happen to the McMahons and like wrestling. Or and nothing will happen. Maybe ever. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll have to see because uh, Andreas will get into it here with us in a couple minutes of just like how sparse accountability actually is, not just in the world of sports, but when it comes to a specific type of product like professional wrestling where, quote, I think he said, the lines between reality and fantasy are blurred. The full quote on the other side of the break, though. 1140 the bet. Now, we got the succession theme song playing for good reason. And the good words of Jim Ross, business is about to pick up here on The Playmakers. Very excited to have this man on the show. One of the smartest and most eloquent people, in my opinion, in all of sports media. And he lives here in Vegas as well. Andreas Hall, the senior editor of Com- for Combat Sports for Sporting News. He's the co-host of the Corner Podcast. He's the host of the Fighting Words Podcast. And you can find him on Fight Nation on SiriusXM. And he's the co-creator of Our Heroes Rock. Lindsay, it's a busy man. Yes. <laughs> but all insider calls are powered by BetQL. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download your BetQL app today or visit BetQL.com. Well, that was a very interesting <laughs> like inflection to end on. But, Andres, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, I know that a lot of people were probably up or, or had a reason to celebrate because we all work hard, play hard. But who were you rooting for last night for between the Warriors and the Celtics? Because until LeBron brings his talents to Dre's Beach Club, we can really be flippant with our fandom. So um, I'm big on Steph Curry for the reasons that I believe that the man has been disrespected for a while, as great as he is. It felt like he needed to get an NBA Finals MVP and win a championship. Uh, he, he finally got that with the, uh, the Finals MVP, and I think we can have a real conversation about where he belongs in, in the top 15 greatest NBA players of all time. So I was rooting for Steph. I, I, I like Steph Curry a lot. I always have. The Celtics will be back. There's no big deal. Tatum, Brown, and the crew, they'll be back. Yeah, Boston doesn't need any more added confidence to whatever they're working with. I went to college out there, and so it was just very in the face. And I agree with you. Steph Curry has been disrespected, and so has Andrew Wiggins, who I'm a huge fan of. But uh, Adrian mentioned the succession theme as it's ran out. But earlier you, quote, tweeted, this ain't nothing but a new season of succession with the news of Stephanie McMahon announcing that she'll be taking over as chairwoman and CEO of WWE. I figure this is a perfect starting point to jump from because there's a lot to take into consideration in this timeline of events because didn't she leave the company a few weeks ago? She took a leave of absence, which the the timing is very peculiar. A couple of weeks ago, she took a leave of absence to spend time with her family. Then two weeks later, all of these uh, news surfaces about the internal investigation over hush money, Vince McMahon steps down as CEO, but he's still in charge of creating the WWE. And voila, Stephanie McMahon is in his acting CEO. Is this by accident? Absolutely not. And that's why... It's succession. And if anybody wants the succession, this is Shiv's play to take over the, the, the Roy family business. This is Shiv's play. And, and, and kind of like in succession, uh, Andreas, I want to ask you, and, and you actually retweeted it as well, kind of, you know, someone took the time out just to point out a few incidents that start from the 80s and probably before then. Um, but what does it say about, you know, whether you're an AEW fan, whether you're a WWE fan, or just wrestling in general, 
that on Twitter for once there was an actual consensus of everyone going, oh, yeah, we're not surprised that any of this actually happened. You know what, man? It, it's, it's the worst kept secret in pro wrestling. I mean, Vince has been at the center of a lot of controversies over the past 40 years since he's been taking over as WWE with Titan Towers being created and so on and so forth. But these, these rumors have gone on for a long time between, you know, allegations of steroids from But what it tells us more than anything else, and I think a lot of people will agree with this, there is a tension with Donald Trump where I think the man is bulletproof where he's, he can do so many things wrong, but he's almost too big to fail. And I think this might be another instance where Vince, Vince Mann gets away with it. Um, and, it, it, I mean, Donald Trump became president. Mm. Despite all the things that, that happened, all the controversies, even while he was in office, the man remained president. He didn't get impeached. Vince Mann is in that same boat. When you're a certain level of elite, it's hard to defeat that, that, that main boss. <laughs> it's almost impossible. Um, but we all know it. Everybody knows it. I don't think anything necessarily will change. It's a lot of controversy. We'll see what happens with the kind of the company does. He's got shareholders to answer to. But aside from that, I don't think this is going to be something that's going to have long-term effects. I think eventually Vince will be back installed into power. I think there'll be a fall guy, John Boronitis, who is head of talent relations. I think he'll be the fall guy here. And uh, it'll be business as usual. It's hard to disagree with your take, Andreas, and it's honestly uh, really disheartening because I, I completely agree with you that we throw the word accountability around a lot, but that's more of a, a talk the talk and not walk the walk in, in terms of our country's history. But ironically, we're hours away from WWE SmackDown Live from my hometown in Minneapolis, and Vince is supposed to be making an appearance or a statement. I can't imagine we're in a scenario where this goes well, but it's almost a catch-22 if you ask me. You know, I think... When, when, you, when you believe you're bulletproof and you probably don't know how much a gallon of milk costs, you kind of do things that, that people wouldn't advise you to do. And Vince McMahon's life is pro wrestling. And he's going to treat this as a storyline. And the, the word is he's going to appear in character on SmackDown to address the situation. Yeah, you're right. Nothing good can come out of it. But again, it's Vince McMahon. I'm more interested to see how many people cheer for this man when he comes out. It tells us a lot about the state of affairs when somebody has been accused of these things and you have $3 million in house money, all this controversy, the man is bold enough to step out. It's, I mean, come on, this is Donald Trump all over again. And we're going to see how many people root for this man to win. No matter how heinous the allegation, it doesn't matter. People are going to cheer for that man to win. And, uh, Andreas, you know, Lindsay just said earlier, the, the key word to me is accountability. And... The most fascinating part of this, like, for instance, John Laurinaitis, who's also, you know, accused and and is a part of this investigation. You know, he was known to be a creep. WWE brought him back. He was head of talent relations. Female staff voiced concern. They were anonymous, and they said, we don't want this guy. Mickey James gets fired and says, yo, they sent my stuff home in a trash bag after all these years and everything I gave to this company. But I would rather get that sent home to me than have any interaction with John Laurinaitis. And to me, you're one of these people that covers wrestling and talks about it, that tries to hold things to be accountable. But I feel like from a general sense, because it's professional wrestling and everything's a storyline, even people questioning what's going on here, that is very real for this publicly traded company, how important it is for the media to take this and be accountable and hold WWE accountable. Because to me, if this happened in any other pro sport, this would be a bigger story. 
Absolutely. Uh, the WWE and pro wrestling in general is pr- probably the last of the protected media outlets, you know, the media companies. And what I mean by that is it's very hard to see what's going on behind the curtain. I think in every other sport, we have press conferences. There's a lot of transparency. In WWE, there's not. The, the line between reality and fantasy is blurred early and often to the point where it's very difficult, even as a journalist, to try to figure out what's really going on. I mean, Guys, once upon a time, this man blew himself up with a limo. And Donald Trump called to make sure he was okay. People don't know what's going on here, and this bleeds into this particular instance. Because, yes, the word is that John Lewinitis is a creep. And that's been something that's been going on for a long time. But the same is going on about Vince McMahon. And it played into a storyline where he was treated, cheating on Linda McMahon with Trish Stratus. That was like over 20 years ago. But it's hard for the members of the media to really try to boil this down to the nitty-gritty and to truly hold them accountable because there is still a curtain there. There's still a wall that has not truly been broken down to give people some insight on the behind-the-scenes of this man's empire. And because of that, it makes it difficult for anybody to get a real read on it. And hopefully, you know, as, as time progresses, and I, to be honest, you know, it's sad to say, I don't think things are going to change, not until Vince is out of power, until Vince is gone. And what I mean by gone is gone from this earth I don't think things are going to change. It's going to be very difficult to understand what goes on in the business. Yeah, pro wrestling is just such a unique environment. And and that for specifically female talent uh, over other sports and entertainment entities. But that doesn't mean that they're treated equally. And like you said, without transparency, we can't really tell and nobody can be held accountable. I'm sure the people even within the company themselves have trouble figuring out what's going on. and, And that's just indicative of a toxic environment. So it, I just find it so fascinating to see that Stephanie McMahon stepping away. And then we have like the Sasha Banks storyline or not really storyline, her taking her power back saying, I'm, I don't want to work here anymore. I want my release. What do you think she's thinking about right now? You know, the, the word is, is that she has been released. That's the report that we've seen going on. And this is exactly what I'm talking about. Nobody knows. Nobody knows exactly what's going on. People thought it was a storyline with Sasha and they only left television over creative. They didn't agree with the creative Sasha essentially took her ball and went home and left television. But then they started taking down their merchandise, and they were on TV. It was the first time it had ever been addressed that when she went home, they called her unprofessional. That has never happened to pro wrestling. So she's sitting at home right now, and if she has been released or is considering it or whatever is going on, she's got to kind of be smiling because, you know, the one thing that she has that a lot of other talent doesn't, she has Mandalorian money right now. <laughs> she was just in Star Wars. So. <laughs> She doesn't have to necessarily be concerned about coming back to the WWE or she doesn't need it anymore. She's starting to create a life outside of pro wrestling. And that's the one thing that WWE often doesn't want to see happen. They don't want to see talent move up from under their thumb and create a life on their own. So I'm sure, I'm not saying she's pleased, but I'm sure there's a sly little grin right now looking at what's going on. And Andreas, you talk about Sasha and, you know, her getting Disney checks and, and being a part of Hollywood now and the Star Wars franchise. You know, this is a little bit of succession. It's a little bit of Game of Thrones. And uh, if it is Game of Thrones, then Littlefinger is Nick Khan, who's actually, he's, he's been on this show, and, and Lindsay's talked to him. And I really, I don't think it could be overstated how big of a story this is, uh, not only for wrestling, but also WWE. It might be the biggest story. And with Nick Khan, you know, immediately you could tie all the changes, whether it's NXT, how the product is presented, and, you know, just how we're viewing talent and what we want to show audiences with Nick Khan, and we've seen the memes and the rumors. Where do you think he plays into this? You know, I've seen a lot of things talking about Nick Khan's going to take over the company, but Nick Khan, from all that I know, doesn't know much about pro wrestling. What he does know is how to run a business, and I believe he was brought in to clean up those books. 
because they were overpaying a lot of talent that weren't being used on TV at all. So I believe that that Khan's role is to clean up the books, make sure this company is profitable. Some people would say it's to sell. I think it's just to make Vince McMahon happy. This man is, what, 74 years old? 76. He can't, all, 76. he can't handle all the things that he used to do. And you bring in somebody like Nick Khan, who's experienced, who has, doesn't touch creative. I don't think he cares about creative, but he cares about making sure the bottom line is what keeps Vince McMahon and the shareholders happy. So I think that's his role. I think people get a little confused. They think Nick Khan's coming in to change the, the look of professional wrestling or sports entertainment, and he's bringing in his guy. No, Nick doesn't care. I think he's handling that bottom line, and as long as Vince and the shareholders are happy, I think Nick's happy. If it ever comes to a point where they want to sell, those books will be cleaned up to the point where they maximize their profit. And I think that's it. Sounds like Khan's more of a mercenary guy, but not a general, at least not a mind for a general. Yeah, I mean, you know, when it comes to pro wrestling and most businesses, you have your creative side, you have your, your, your business side. I think Nick is being brought, brought in on the business because, again, this is a publicly traded company that reaches far beyond just what's going on in the pro wrestling ring. You know, they do charity events, they do, you know, they have a film division. There's all kinds of things that they do, and I think Nick is there to make sure that all that stuff is, is operating properly and they're not in the red. And as we've seen over the past year, they're recording record profits. Even if people don't agree with the product they see on TV, which is pretty bad, it doesn't matter because it's an institution now and people watch it out of habit. So he's just there to make sure that everything's good and the wheels are still turning. But obviously, this situation throws a monkey wrench in everything. Andreas Hall joining us from Sporting News, Sirius XM's Fight Nation. And just a couple more questions before we get you out of here. And you talk about how bad the product's been in, in some people's eyes. Uh, it should be most people's eyes when it comes to WWE. Uh, I just want to get your perspective of how bad of a look is it for WWE to move this money in the bank that, what is it, two weeks away from now, from Allegiant Stadium to MGM Grand Garden Arena, to not have Roman Reigns your champion for a third straight month not being able to compete or won't compete. Randy Orton, we just found out, is going to be out for a year. And then on the flip side, too, because we, we had Britt Baker on the show, AEW was here for uh, Double or Nothing. That's their biggest show of the year. Kind of get your perspective and uh, some of your thoughts, because I know you had Tony Khan on your corner podcast. Um, so if you could talk about those things for me. Sure. I mean, look, the WWE coming to Las Vegas, which is the home of the UFC, to run an event opposite of International Fight Week, which is the UFC's biggest weekend in the year, in their backyard, was a ballsy move. And they came up short. I wouldn't have done it. WWE usually runs their big shows on Sunday, but they wanted to go head-to-head with the UFC for reasons that I'll never understand. And because of that, they couldn't sell enough tickets at Allegiant Stadium. They moved it to the MGM, which I, I still think the show will fare well because people can still bring their kids to watch pro wrestling. But the fact of the matter is, Paris is burning. You have so many injuries. Your, your, your champion hasn't been on TV for weeks. He hasn't defended the title since he won it at WrestleMania. And he's supposed to be defending it tonight on SmackDown. We'll see how that plays out. You have so many injuries. You've thinned out your roster. You have NXT, which is one time was one of the hottest super indie shows in the country, you stripped it down to bring in just athletes and try to teach them how to pro-wrestle, which is a difficult thing. But when all these things aren't working cohesively, Paris is burning. Now, it doesn't mean that the the WWE is going to fail next year or next week or even in the next five years. But trouble is brewing and leaves the door wide open for somebody like Tony Khan and his all-elite wrestling to kind of fill that void where last pro-wrestling fans can come back to what they love where it can 
get a foothold in this industry. Vince has had a stranglehold on it since he bought WCW geez, 22 years ago. So since now we have legit competition, we have a product that pro wrestling fans do not necessarily care for. Ratings aren't too great, but they're still making money, so nothing necessarily has to change. Look, I don't like Money in the Bank being at Allegiant, going head-to-head with UFC not moving to MGM. But is it going to kill their bottom line? Probably not. But the issue is it's a sign of things to come. And with this Vince Man news coming, it just makes matters even more complicated. But if you're Tony Khan, you got to be sitting pretty in, in the catbird seat, looking down and saying, as long as we keep running our business as is, we can slowly creep up on WWE. But WWE is in trouble. Not a lot of trouble, but the city's starting to burn. And, Andreas, before we get you out of here, two quick ones. Number one, is Jeff Hardy going to wrestle again in AEW or WWE? And number two, if someone has to take over, Stephanie McMahon was the same one to take over that C- CEO role, correct? I'll answer, the, I'll answer your second question first. Yes. Stephanie McMahon, uh, the boss's daughter, has always been in the position, just like succession with Shiv, <laughs> always been in that position to take over the company. She's the only person that can do it. She may not have the work ethic as Vince McMahon, because Vince McMahon, as everybody knows, is a maniac. The man doesn't sleep. He has his hands on everything. But when it comes to the business, when it comes to having a woman as a figurehead of that company, she's perfect. A lot of people say Triple H, Hunter Hearst, Helmsley, Paul Levesque will be the man. But it seems like him and Vince McMahon have bumped heads. There were some health issues there. Shane McMahon, obviously, he's been in and out of the business. But Stephanie is perfect for that role. So if it does come up where that temporary position becomes permanent, it would be Stephanie. To your point about Jeff Hardy, listen, I've been a fan of Jeff Hardy for years, and but these alcohol issues have followed him for the better half of the past decade, no, almost 20 years. And with this latest arrest, AEW is going to have to do the right thing and say, you have to go to rehab and prove yourself completely sober. You can't wrestle while in rehab. It's got to be a, a huge process. I don't, I'm not sure if we see Jeff Hardy in the pro wrestling league again. He's too much of a danger. At a certain point, you got to save wrestlers for themselves. And if anybody's seen Dark Side of the Ring, a lot of these stories don't end well. And for somebody like Jeff Hardy, if, if AEW or any of his friends care, they can't let him wrestle again because it seems like that is his distraction from his real-life demons. He's got to take care of those demons, and I hope he does so. Then maybe we can see him in the wrestling ring, but in the near future, I want him to get all the help that he needs. Absolutely. People first, athletes and entertainers second, but for some reason the world doesn't tell us that. Thank you so much for joining us, Andreas, especially at this very contentious time in professional wrestling world. We truly appreciate you and your insight. I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Absolutely. That was Andreas Hale, uh, Senior Editor of Combat Sports at the Sporting News, co-host of the Corner Podcast. He has a host of the Fighting Words. He's on SiriusXM. He's got Tons of bobbers in the water right here in Las Vegas. All guests are brought to us by BetQL. Smarter bets start with BetQL. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. And on the other side of the break, fancy fancy. <laughs> T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Adrian Hernandez and Lindsey Brown, the Playmakers, exclusively on 1140 The Bet. woo Playmakers, we here. Full week, just in our rear, rear view mirror. Getting in, getting out, putting in some work while we're here. That's right. And a few weeks ago, we did, uh, we, we made a creative venture uh, when it comes to, that was very abrupt, uh, the way we, we cover golf. Because, you know, there are certain types of people that usually associate it with uh, said sport. My, so me being one of them. Yep. And so we figured, you know, if we're going to discuss the big time majors, we need to set a stage that is uh, befitting of such a prestigious sport and event. Like the U.S. Open, right? Yeah, exactly. Is it time? It is. In 1140, the bet production. Hey, young Metro, I don't trust you. I'm going to shoot you. So, at current point in time, Dominic and Adrian, mm. Colin Morikawa leads the U.S. Open. Currently five under. He has finished his round. He's four under, I think, on today. 69 he shot. Nice. Thank you. Is that Colin with an L? Two or L's, actually. Two L. Double oh, L. Indeed. Yes. Joel, <laughs> Joel Darman and Hayden Buckley also Round out the top three or top two, top three, whatever. It's day two. No one really knows what's going on. H-A-Y-D-E-N for Hayden. Correct. Hmm. In- indeed. Hmm. Um, the event this year is being held at the Country Club. Dominic, are you familiar? Uh, you are from the Boston area. You know, I am not, actually. I-, I was not very familiar with the whole golf until about maybe last year. Yeah? And it's just in passing, actually. In passing? Is yeah. it a nice course? Oh, Fair enough. You think uh, no collared shirts allowed there at the country club in Brookline, Massachusetts? Maybe, maybe. Maybe. It is Friday. It's pretty casual. It is casual, yeah, for sure. All the tech bros. Tech bros. Tech bros in there. It's where I've made most of my money. The Patagonia sweaters and Nike shorts. IPOs. I. And IPAs, but not really because I'm sure Sammy Adams oh, would have no. a thing to say about that. Indeed. Yes, indeed. Mm. Can't forget the Sperry boat shoes either. No? Let's not try to steal my bits. Sorry. Right. Anyway. Who's that? Hello? Let me get the door. Hmm. Do that, place. Oh. Seems like a, a lovely white woman. Is this where we're supposed to be? I'm sorry? What's up? Who, who's this? Where, where, where am I? Welcome to the U.S. Open. Are we 
I'm, we're not at the U.S. Open right now. Yes, we are. No, no. No. This is already failing. This is already <laughs> I can't even do no! the act. I can't switch between the two. Wait a second. <laughs> We're right here. British. You are a white woman. You're in, in some I'm... need. Let me get some help immediately. Yes, yeah, save me, sir. Dominic. Hello. Yes, okay. There's there's a white woman who needs some help. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if she's aware, but we are at the U.S. Open. No, she not. sounds. We're not at the U.S. Open, okay? We're discussing oh, the U.S. Open. Someone's someone's talking, but just can you? We're speak in Vegas, to her? are we not? It's oh. Meg McGuire. It's Meg McGuire, People like this. Is, I, I thought that maybe Boston was probably going to stretch it out to a game seven, so I got on a plane, made sure I get there with plenty of time. And what do you know? Damn it, they eliminated. So mm. I figured I'd stop by, mm. say hello, because you know you. it's in my backyard. This this tournament. Well, welcome. Yeah, that, those kids that that stole a ball from Bryson DeChambeau the other day. My two cousins, Timmy and really? Tommy. Timmy and Tommy. And well, what my, they do? They sell them on the black market. My rascals, aren't they? Eh, something like that. Something called like that. I've never seen that movie. Uh, I would like to introduce myself. Great, my name is... Great point. My name is Richard. Uh, Richard Pascal. Uh, I'm not from Europe. And Dick this is Pascal? My that's your name? Yeah, and okay. this, is, this is my man. My name's, my name's Duke Dennis. Duke Dennis. Duke Dennis, I feel yes. like you're a serial killer or something. Like, Duke Dennis seems a little creepy. I'm not, I assure you. Well, that remains to be seen, I suppose. <laughs> I'll have to get through the rest of my interaction. Where are you from? I'm from, well, technically, well, I live in a closet in Medford currently. Medford, Boston, but hmm. Boston is just all encapsulating. But I'm technically from Southie. That's where my mother's place is from. But she said, I can't stop drinking before 9 a.m. anymore. And so I just said, this is a prison and I need to leave. And so I did. Was hmm. it tea or Sam Adams? We mix them. Really? Well, actually, we don't like the tea. We throw them in the Hobbit. We're coffee people. It's more like we put the Sammy Adams into our Dunks iced lattes. And then you put a couple, uh, what do they call them, the munchkins on there. Just add a little bit of texture to your drink. You know, the boba tea. We call it the Boston boba tea. Well, I make put sure. Put a couple of munchkins in there with your iced latte and your Sammy Adams. Mix it together. And you just throw it up after the fact because it doesn't stay down. But it feels good. It's like a clearing exercise. Cleanse. Well, well look, man. Cleanse, like perhaps. I, like I said, my name's Richard. Uh, you talked about throwing things out. Uh, in my businesses, I do make sure, mm, I make sure <laughs> that we recycle. We just throw it in a can. That's like all you, I do? Say, you You put the banana peels in there. You put the uh, the wrappers in there. Whatever you're wrapping up. Hope you're wrapping it up because otherwise you end up with a lot of Timmy and Tommy's yourself to wrap it up, people. Okay. You got a 501k. I don't even know what that is. Dominic. Am I on me. State Street right now? Uh, apparently, Dominic. Yes. Duke Dennis. Do you have a 501k? Indeed, I do, actually. Because you know about golf. Sort of, yes. You want to say that? One time, my cousin Steve beat a guy with a golf club he had in the back of his car. Really? Just say he looked at him at the wrong way. I'm just saying, I didn't ask any questions because Steve, he's a little bit of aggressive. But, you know, I, I figured if he went that far, he probably deserved it, right? What club was it? Seven iron. That's my favorite club. And that's usually the one that they say is the most comfortable one to swing around because it's right in the middle of your stance. You don't have to stretch out too far from it. And then just a good striking. I forgot to spank in a butt. I did forget to stretch this morning. You talk about iron. My son, rather brilliant. Okay. Uh But he enjoys Iron Man as well. So there's that dead fish. Dead fish. We're an oyster family. In the back bay. What do you mean? Is that is that what the, the preference at the U.S. Open? 
We're not at the U.S. Open. We're in Las Vegas. But where you're back home. But, you oh, think when, we're, when we're having the cookouts? Yes. I'm more of a salmon person myself. Maybe a Maine lobster. I mean, we were serving lobster up at the TD Garden and hoping to uh, bring some good vibes our way, and yet we lost. You know, what, you know what did it, though? What was that? American Wiggins! That's what I heard. I also, I recently went to a charity golf event behind Duke Dennis's back, clearly, behind your back, and uh, I actually teamed up, uh, was part up with, it no pun intended, here, me and What's Tim Dennis? Salmon. Salmon. Yes, the guy from uh, the Angels of Baseball. Rather conspicuous we sport. We split from the church a while ago. Oh, yeah. interesting. Mm, indeed. Duke, any thoughts? I mean, religion, it's an interesting one to Is me. it? Is it? Mm, yes, it are is. You, are you a member of the Anglo? Oh, damn it, I switched my accent. <laughs> I can't do <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Thought I'd be able to stay in it with my gum in my mouth, but then I switched into the mode. Are you an Anglican church ga- a guy or are you more of a, a straight and strong Catholic? Straight and strong Catholic, actually. Interesting. Mm. Very so rare Britain. There's not many of you. No. No. There's probably more of us where I'm from uh, versus where you're from. Definitely. Even though where you're from was probably the original place. Indeed. Yes. But we like our protests in Boston. So that's a bit. Also, I, I heard Damn over there. Damn taxation. Can't have it. I heard over there they're very into tea. No, we throw it into the haba. So I was talking about we don't like the taxation, oh. so we throw the tea in the haba. Oh, That's what the Boston Tea Party was all about. I'm looking at my. My father. God, we gotta bring you on the Freedom Trail. Make sure you know who Paul Revere is. I don't understand how I'm rich, but don't know anything about golf. Ah, it's called nepotism. It's okay. That's true, nepotism. See, we gotta work for what what we get back in Southie slash Medford. Okay, David. They Ortiz. do consider themselves blue collar. Yeah, I don't even have a collar. I tore it off. It was part of my party. Bit. I needed a headband. I was sweating too much. I, I like my collars on my shirts. What about on your cuffs? My cuffs? Do you cuff your pants? I cuff my pants. I get them tailored. Do you? Are you expecting a flood? Hmm. I'm rather. Maybe in that tea pot you're talking about. I'm very indeed, if you know what I'm saying. Are you very? <laughs> I catch your drift, actually. And we're very indeed, actually. What an absolute disaster. Not nearly as good as the first time around, but you know what? Sometimes you got to get the reps out in we order tried. to get the preps out. All right. We got the culmination of the Pixar bracket, including a super, super Playmaker production. We'll be back. One for the bet. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. 
And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.